You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Trash in high school, you trash now, but now you ugly and you trash. And now you ugly and you trash for real. You ain't got shit going for yourself. You think I an engineer, a podcaster, a network owner would want to have any dealings with you? They just want to somebody whose growth got stunted after high school? Absolutely fucking not. Take your ugly ass on On the book of face. On the book of face. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Always has. Oh shit! I didn't even realize we record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at my phone the whole time. <laughs> you so you so dumbfounded that somebody would have the audacity to think they could hit you with a hey big head. <laughs> that can't <laughs> <laughs> destroy you. Oh. Shit. I was just so engrossed in the conversation. I was looking at my phone. I didn't even realize. Well, welcome to the Ratchet Rebels podcast, everybody. What's up, niggas? It's the day after Juneteenth 2.0. I'm going to take the day off, but I don't give a fuck about 4th of July. And you could tell your bald-headed ass grandmama I said so. I don't give a fuck. I didn't wear nothing red, white, or blue. Nigga had on kente cloth yesterday. No me. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody give a fuck. I did have some amazing brisket yesterday. So, shout out to well, niggas, most niggas people. Love the holiday brisket. just be about the food and like the day off the, work. The, yeah, that's all it is I, for me. It's <laughs> a paid day off to get some good barbecue, drink some liquor, you know, and chill. I don't care about no old Navy flip-flops and 4th of July t-shirts and <laughs> shit. I don't care about none of that. But if you can't tell, we have a guest here. One of my favorite bad and boozy ladies is here. DeAsia is here. It's been a long time, and we are glad to have you back. Well, thanks for having me. I'm hey. glad to sit in for the shenanigans this week. Yes. Hey, so so. We got to get you on, too. I know you love your ratchetry. You keep us up to snuff on the latest uh, NeNe Leaks bullshit, which, child, Miss Leaks, you going out sad, I must tell you. <laughs> you are going mm. out very, very sad. And if you don't get your peach, you earn that because what the fuck is y'all problem with not scrubbing y'all tweets? Mm. I would like to know. I would like to know how y'all have all this access and money and stay telling everybody how rich you are, but you can't pay some poor, unassuming college student to scrub your goddamn tweets off Twitter. Wait, what did Nene do? Um, she did something some, new? She made some colorist. She had some colorist tweets up uh, some years back that she never scrubbed and she got called out on them. Oh. Um, that don't make yeah. sense. Why they don't? I don't get mm. why celebrities and the politicians and stuff don't scrub their stuff. Like. Calling, she was. I think she called Claudia Jordan a tragic mulatto or some shit like that. To which, that's one of my favorite insults. But in its in its essence, it is a slur. Okay, 
when you call somebody a tragic mulatto. Um, and for somebody who constantly has a target on their back, you should not be saying shit like that. You you have a history of saying stuff, making rape comments and especially so at her so big ass age. Yeah, especially at your big age of fifty seven. It's time for you to to like scrub your tweets. Like you on some I knew one day I would have to answer for this type shit. You beat me to it. Don't nobody want you beat me to it. <laughs> but but before we get into it, um yearly Deasia and her family and her close friends, they participate in the Marion House 5K run for is it freedom? Um it's the 5K, I hate the longest name. I just be like the Marion House 5K. But it's yeah, like the race the to embrace independence. Uh, the race to embrace independence. But I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's a phenomenal race. And what it does is it helps um, women in, in Baltimore who are at risk, who've, who've struggled with addiction, abusive relationships, um, mental wellness issues, and so on and so forth. And while it's not specific to Black women, we know the demographic that makes up Baltimore. Yeah. And it's primarily Black women affected by these issues. And it provides, you know, funding so that they continue to help these women um, stay on a clean and sober path, get their li- take control over their lives again. Um, it, you know, Marion House was a tremendous help for DeAsia's mom, Pam Dukes, who passed away. I mean, they do this race in her honor yearly. I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, she'd be bringing them out from her brothers, her her nieces and nephews and friends. Um, it's a very worthy cause. And the Marion House seems like a really good organization. I follow their Facebook page. They are truly grateful and have been just even for us talking about the race on the show. That says a lot to me um, because they could very easily be like, yeah, all right, cool. Um, but they <laughs> but they take it very serious and they're very appreciative of what we do over here. So it's only right that we help in any way possible um and and donate it's a virtual race this year because rona's rona in. yeah the um, rona i'm gonna be a little bit sad this year because one of the uh my favorite things about the race is the it's a it's usually a really family friendly environment and they all if you ever done like a 5k it's like not the biggest race but they got like the news people there and like stuff for the kids and like they got good snacks it's a nice course the course goes past one of the Marion House buildings. So some of the women usually like man the first water station. Um, so I'm going to be a little bit sad, but I'm also excited this year. Um, this year would be my first year I'm like actually on the planning committee. Usually I just gather my friends and family up every year and do it in memory of my mom. But this year I was looking to like take another step and get more involved. So I'm actually on the marketing and running recruitment subcommittee for planning. So I am excited that this year we get to, um, um, even though it's not going to be in person, we, we get to kind of use our creative juices to find a way to make the virtual race um, just as fun. So it will be like a challenge, but you know, I'm, I'm up for it. <laughs> uh. But yeah that sounds cool i mean like 
I know like a big part of it is like the fun getting together. Mm-hmm. It's a way to bond with family and friends. It's a way to give back. But at the heart of it all, the the goal is to make sure to give back. So if we got to do it virtually, that's yeah. just going to be what it is. Honestly. So we're hoping that the virtual thing will also give us a way to, you know, like reach a bunch of people that we normally wouldn't, or maybe some people who not local or wouldn't physically like bring their whole family out to the race. Maybe, um, we have, I think, um, the exact details in the next week could be coming out, but like usually when they tried the virtual option last year, they set like a, like a, like a week, like, like even though the main race was on one day, you had like all week. So maybe somebody like you, Candace, if you want to like, just go take a walk and, or, or take a little run and take the family, you know, maybe the family can do something together and post or whatever. So maybe, so we're hoping to get like just different, you know, different kinds of engagement this year. So I'm excited about that. And then of course, you know, trying to raise, um, money meet the team pam dupes we've uh at least five of the seven years um this will be our eighth year but at least five of those seven years i either got top fundraiser individual fundraiser or we got top team fundraiser um one some couple of years we got both so i'm always excited to do that and for the turnout and to really help a really good organization because they're they're just as good as they appear to be. <laughs> so I, re- I really enjoy working with them. Good. Yeah, they they seem like a really good organization. And we're always excited to help in any capacity that we can. I'll be sure to put the link um, to, the, to the site details. And if you want to sign up for the virtual race, if you want to sponsor anybody participating, if you just want to donate and call it a day, Whatever you want to do, you have options available to yes. you um, so that we can meet the ultimate goal of helping women in need. And you know how we feel about that over here. Um, <clears throat> and with that said, do we have network announcements? Yes. So I'm not mad I'm pissed dropped Friday and so did Love Drought. I'm not mad I'm pissed is a political podcast. Is helping us to get ready for the elections and understand what's really at stake. Um, Just because I feel like so many people feel like the presidential aspect of the election is the most important part, but there's so many moving pieces to our government. And I know, and not to call anybody ignorant, um, but a lot of us washed our hands of government and that type of stuff after we got out of high school and we don't really know all the intricacies involved in how this country is run. But as you can see, um, when you get the wrong moving pieces in there, you could ruin a country. So one of my longtime best friends, Darren Keith, who is a legal aid attorney in North Carolina is hosting the show and he's given us everything we need to be able to make an informed decision um, both in our state primaries and the big election coming up this fall. So be on the lookout for it. Well, it's out. Go listen. Press play. Oh, let me go check that out. I've been, I think I've been behind in some of my other podcasts because I've been listening to more, trying to be an adult and be like more informed about other things. So it's a lot to <laughs> handle, but yeah, but yeah. it's also interesting. <laughs> yep. And Love Drought is out and it's from, it's a podcast with Reese Ray and Randy Simone, two single black women who are different walks of life, but they're trying to navigate being single and dating and balancing, trying to have an active, healthy social life with a career, with being a parent, 
Um, and to be honest, God bless because shout out to Tay, our friend Tay, who was on Plenty of Fish and Child, she matched with a nigga <laughs> name. She she matched with a nigga name Gucci's. So Gucci's <laughs> truthest. Throw the, flag, matched, throw the flag, throw the flag. I told her, listen, baby, delete your profile off that one. Let's go. Yeah. Let's take it somewhere else. We might have to take yeah. you back to Yahoo Personals. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> AOL If I ever no. match with a nigga named Gucci's, kill me. <laughs> I mean, I don't our, know no part of that. Our beloved Taylor is the Gucci, the Gucciana Grande, but that ain't I what we want. I told her the Gucci's, <laughs> the Gucci's, and the Gucci's. It's a Gucci made in heaven. <laughs> she gonna cuss me out because I've been on trash forever. Um, I'm sorry, Tay Tay. I love you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. She be out. They trash. So whatever. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's something that we that that we needed on the network. Um, I wish I trusted straight men to have a sports show, but y'all let me down every time. Right, right. Um, And I don't need y'all saying shit that goes against everything we believe in here at the network. So you got to get your sports, your sports ball talk elsewhere because it won't be here (laughs) unless we come across some um, black men or women um, in the community who would like to do a sports show. But you niggas can't be trusted. Um, That's on y'all. Did it to yourself. Uh, With that being said. We will be adding a new show to the lineup, Love and Marriage Huntsville, which we'll be discussing towards the end of the show. But first off, we got T.I. and Tiny, the Friends and Family Hustle. It was the season finale. It won't take very long to get through this. It was a cute season finale. I'll say that much. Um, Episode 12, The Big Surprise. Um, I think Toya has finally found her forever in red. He seems like a good guy. He... Yeah. Went to Regine first and asked her blessing to propose to Toya. Um, I thought that was about, cute. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. Just spoke about how, you know, Regine is an important aspect of his life. He does see her, you know, as as his child as well as uh, Rain. And he just wanted to know her feelings and where she was at um, with him proposing to his mom. And, of course, she was she was on board. And I was really happy to see that because let's be honest, Toya ain't had it easy with the nigga she done dated. No, she, she was. She dated Lil Wayne before he looked like a dis a dismembered chromosome or whatever the fuck he <laughs> looks like these days. But he really took her through the ringer just because they were so young, and she had Regine at fifteen, and her and Wayne was married at like seventeen or eighteen, and it just didn't work out because. He came into great fame, and when niggas get in, get fame and money, they also get stupid. Yeah, stupid than a motherfucker. Um, then she got with Myth Hits, who uh, was K Michelle's ex, and K Michelle tried to warn her that he was abusive. See, that man beat my ass. Um. And she didn't want to believe it, and he was abusive. Because I remember seeing him on marriage boot camp, and he was just really toxic and really explosive, which led me to believe that there had been some abuse in the relationship. Very volatile. Very volatile. So for her to get to Red and him allow her the space to 
heal and get in a space where she wanted to get married again and he wasn't like rushing her and giving her ultimatums you know that's to me i think that's what a healthy relationship looks like patience you know he was patient with her he helped her you know rebuild the relationship she had with her father who had been absent most of her life he really wants to see the best for her and the kids um so i was excited I think Red is an example of what you can see when a black man takes his mental health and well-being seriously and he's allowed and he can then um, be able to take care of a partner also mentally and spiritually because, you know, let's not. And I say that because remember the person that we honestly don't kind of like Tommy when Red was getting on him about um, you got to get yourself together before you're able to uh, take care of the other Toya. So I think Red, you could tell Red takes himself seriously. He takes his health and well-being seriously, and that allows him to be the best man and person that he can be for Toya. I agree. Um. <laughs> and that was a very, I know you're going to get to it. That was a very, very uh, beautiful surprise slash proposal slash that party. That was some fly shit. It was. You know, it he was. had had Toya Will You Marry Me painted on the uh, helipad. Ooh. You know, going all out. The five carat ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, landed on the building. Yeah, landed on the building, planned a party with their closest friends and family. He set it out. I was not even upset. That's how um, you do a proposal. That's how you do a proposal. Speaking of, they proposed T.I. step back from the sex trafficking PSA after his uh, after that shit he did to his daughter, which yeah. whoever that woman was, bravo, Nikki. bravo, Nikki, bravo to you for standing up and saying what we was all thinking. Yeah, Honestly, I feel like it would have been best for him to step back even if he hadn't been stupid because I just feel like there are times when men, especially straight men, just need to step back. And, and not up. try to center themselves around something. Yeah. Right. Um, That's a big problem. <laughs> making it all about them. Yeah, making it all about you and sit back and learn. Sit back and learn. You have Centoya Brown um as part of this campaign. I feel like that's the biggest voice you need. I don't think she needs to be overshadowed by TI. I think she right. needs to be surrounded he just needs by to do whatever he can do to amplify yeah. her voice, but Open his he opened his wallet. That's what we've been asking celebrities to do about big causes. Shut up, but open your wallet. Close your mouth, open your wallet. And that's what he did. He closed his mouth and opened his wallet. And I thought the PSA was phenomenal. I thought it was a brilliant idea to have bigger names from Atlanta in terms of women included in that PSA because, like I said, um, It was when we, Curtis and I, would do the wind down that I learned that Atlanta was like a sex trafficking hotspot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we would be discussing so many articles of hotels and colleges and, you know, people in the area being busted for being a part of sex trafficking rings. So I think that's a light that needs to be uh put on a situation honestly and so it was good that tiny 
uh, both Toya's, Monica, Regine, um, Zanique, uh, had a voice in that PSA. It was really important. Deja yeah. and so on. Yeah. Uh, also, Centoya Brown is a beautiful woman. She is. She is. She is. She's gorgeous. And I'm glad that she's getting her life back and that she feels compelled to use her situation to help others. Because it would have been very easy to get out of jail and move on with your life and go on about your business after you had 15 years taken from you. Um, but right. she chooses to be an activist. She chooses to use her her situation to amplify what what goes on. Um, just because so many people think sex trafficking just means you're brutally kidnapped. Right. It doesn't always work like that. So shout out to them for that. Uh, I wish this pound puppy ass bitch would just never appear on my TV screen again, bitch. I just wish, <laughs> I just wish you and them hamster eyes would leave me the fuck alone because talking about, well, T.I. and Deja spoke and it's all good. And here come Deja like, eh, not quite. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I have to remember about? who you were talking about. <laughs> talking about Tamika Cottle. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Candace talking about? Like, oh, okay. Oh. The I'm pound talking about puppy. she looked like a pound puppy. <laughs> she do. She looked like a garbage pail kid. She just she looked like a my buddy, but you know how little boys back in the day used to beat them my buddies the fuck up? They just used to be all dirty <laughs> and the hair be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, sister looking ass bitch. Like my, why do you <laughs> like why why do you be lying? Like what's the point? Why do you keep going to bat for your husband? Like you don't my thing is you could just shut up. You don't have to volunteer lies just for Deja to get in the green screen and be like, we kinda have talked, but it's not where it once was. And you talking about and everything all good. We close knit again. No, y'all not. She's not gonna get over that that quickly, and she shouldn't. He right. should have to earn his daughter's trust back because he violated her in such a crazy way, and it was so unnecessary. Yeah, but she, but it's like we've said multiple times. She allows and buys into his misogyny. Because remember, at the end of the episode, when uh, they was talking about like marriage and stuff like that. First of all, I don't need no goddamn relationship or marriage advice from fucking T.I. and Tiana. That's number Mm-mm, one. Number two, not never. when he was like, don't listen to the outside voices, you know, and opinions, and she parroted that shit right along with him, that's why she gets on and lies and goes up for him so much. She, and that's what they love to say? Let me remind don't you, Don't let bitch, in the outside. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, y'all was just headed for divorce and canceled the whole fucking show. Who do y'all think y'all fooling? Don't nobody need relationship advice from a pound puppy and a goddamn winking lizard. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't want your opinion on nothing. Gosh. We do not need the When they went out stuff. to dinner with the friend and shit, talk about, and if somebody got a change to be with you, you shouldn't want them. And you shut your dumb milk dud head ass up too. Shut I'm up. I'm talking about that dude. Yeah. Oh, I told him about, about I didn't I didn't even pay attention. I just I just wish they would leave us alone. 
Like, can't y'all just be executive producers? Because I enjoyed the season so much more because I didn't pay attention to shit y'all was talking about. I enjoyed the other people and the other, you know, couples. Even Toya and Tommy. As much as I don't like Tommy, I enjoyed them a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed seeing T.I. and Tiny do anything. Mm-hmm. Which is damn, which is a damn shame because it's y'all show, but it's just y'all are just so stupid. And before we go, Monica, drop the album, sis, because that shit you was playing was flames, and I was here for it. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do, I'm gonna need you to get Missy on a couple tracks because you and Missy have undeniable chemistry on songs. Yeah. So before you I drop the album, Missy involved, please. please get Missy involved. But the shit you what, was playing, I like that shit. I tell you what, Monica, I the rapping parts they weren't bad, but I think it would be better if you got Missy on it. Get Missy on it. Get Missy on. It. I see but she I like had JD beat. in there. She had Polo to Don in there. All that was missing was Missy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get Missy. Cause that after the storm album is a classic. So correct. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Correct. Yeah, I, but whatever Age you like got fine going, wine. Mwah, like like you, cause Monica is beautiful. She is stab you, but she beautiful. <laughs> she definitely will. That I'm the best type of woman, to be honest. Look at you with your toxic ass. <laughs> is it toxicity or <laughs> you know what I'm finna tell a lot <laughs> or a preference is it a you gotta say you, go. you gotta say it like a like a twitter nigga that's just my preference so my so I'm toxic for only wanting to be with bitches that'll stab me if I get out of line yes <laughs> no that's my preference <laughs> um that was it I'm looking forward to the next season I did enjoy this season I'm not gonna even lie to you and I hope we get to see the wedding planning for Toya. I hope we get to see the pregnancy for Latoya Luckett. Um, I hope we get to see more with Monica and this album and rolling it out and all that kind of stuff. I hope we could see more T.I. and Tiny kids without T.I. and Tiny. I but I know that. that's asking a lot. Yeah. For my first time watching this show, because I didn't watch the original show and it was just T.I. and Tiny. Um, and I just started watching this because we added it um, to the show. I enjoyed watching it. Um, like I, I agree with you. I, I want to see less of T.I. and Tiny and more of everybody else. But I did enjoy it. I even enjoyed um, Nay. Yeah, she wasn't Which a, saying as obnoxious. It's she's, a, she's a cute girl. I'm so glad she looked like her mama, Lord Jesus. Good mm. God. Thank, listen, listen, mm. listen. Because your daddy looked like a crustacean with dread. Faith of a mustard seed, I tell you what. Because good mm. God. Mm. If she had turned out to look like her daddy, whoof. Like, I feel like he carry an odor with him. Not- yes, and it's called <laughs> bunk. Like, like, what's his name from Charlie Brown? Pigpen? Yeah, <laughs> like, like a like, like a dusted like a ball of dirt just follow him everywhere he go. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, when you when you know when you when you drink lean like water, you know. I mean, I know he don't do it no more, but that's a long time of him doing that shit. So that shit ain't flushed out of him just like that. Yeah. Speaking of, 
let's go to LA for a little while. We're going to come back to the South, but I just married to medicine LA episode eight, Ciscation. Um, that caption, I—I I mean, not that title. That I, title don't mm. sit. This the, the, the title weird. Like y'all it thought you had like something? something about to happen. I didn't like. Yeah. I don't know what that sound. You thought you yeah, had I, it, but eh, not. Quite. I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't care for it. I'm gonna be honest did, with did you. Did not like it. Did not like it. But go ahead, Candace. The girls shocked me with how supportive they were of Imani. I fully expected Shanique and Jasmine to be the insufferable twats that they can be however twats is a fun word that i've kind of forgot about I yeah I, I wanted to bring it i wanted to bring it back today it was like a special occasion we got company so i'm trying to show out <laughs> um they were really supportive of her um you know what though i they were but some about the way they cut to Jasmine while they was going through it is just how like how far it, away she was sitting. Did yeah, that it, we we here, we here, we here. Because okay. I was Cause like, I was mm. like everybody crowded around you, money to you know support her. Yeah. Hug the on only her, one, the on only her. other one that wasn't like right near her was um Kendra, but Kendra's face you could tell like she did. She was just crying, and then you cut to Jasmine, and she just got this look on her face and I'm like I I don't like this. I don't like I don't, it. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Something about that ain't clean. Because yeah, they, they made a point away. to keep coming back to her. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And um uh, mm, I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't care for it. But I love um I love the support. I love that they you know gave her the opportunity to open up and not make her feel like it was her against the world, but rather they were like, you know, if you open up to us, we will give you the space and we will make sure you are supported and get what you need from us. And I like that. And Shanique seems, she seemed to really want to be there for you money, which surprised me um, quite a bit. Because, I mean, we're not too far removed from that miss at Kendra's house. Yeah, and Shanique is, I'm going to be honest. I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> Shanique <laughs> give me the type of vibes that she'd be reaching back and putting her own finger in her butt during sex. <gasps> like, she got that type of energy. Like, she, she kind of, like, this episode, I was kind of paying attention. She was giving me, like, sex kitten vibes. I, I mean, like, she, oh, she. I mean, when they I went on like, the trip, she got horny off the goddamn edible and I shit. Like, so. oh, she, I was like, oh, she freaky, freaky. You know what? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm she honest. real freaky. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I would, I would like, like to see to it, just see not it. with her husband. I would. I, <laughs> I'm gonna save my commentary. <laughs> um, before we get there, I do love how Imani checked in with her son to to make sure he's processing his emotions about the divorce. Um, with Phil and asking him the pertinent questions and making sure that he knows that her door is open for him to come and discuss any emotions he may feel. Um, because although Phil is not his biological father, Phil has been there since he was like four months old. So that's yeah. his dad. It don't, right. it don't need that's to be blood. That's who, yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed that Phil has not tried to have that conversation with Idris. Um yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 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 disappointed, but I'm not shocked because yeah, I'm I mean, not yeah, shocked. We we seen how he talked to the Imani, so 
Which yeah, is and I, and very I hate it. Yeah, and I hate it for Idris because I feel like if you've been in somebody's life that long, no matter what happens with the biological parent, you should still be there. Like, I don't feel like you should abandon him now that you and Imani are getting divorced. And you haven't seen yeah. him in months. It's almost like you don't give a damn. And I hate that he's going to have to come to grips with that at such a young age that yeah, maybe. the man that's been in his life as a father is kind of trying to treat him like he's expendable now. Yeah, maybe, oh, yeah, he'll, maybe we'll see him have a conversation because I do think Phil is, cause Phil is coming back and I'm pretty sure they're going to film the episode when he comes back and talks to Imani, then maybe he'll talk to Idris. So maybe we'll see it then. But the fact that he hasn't done it yet is, like you said, very disappointing. Um, and Idris is so adorable. That's an adorable little boy. He's an adorable kid. Yeah, very smart too. Cause he like, how oh he's not a teenager 11. yet taking algebra. Yeah, he eleven. Mm. Also, I oh, sympathize with him he, he because I too don't like math, Idris. <laughs> I too I, do not I, like math. Not too, not too much on math. Stall me out, math. Stall me out. <laughs> I love math. I love math. Love it. Oh, you're a whole engineer. That was that was that was one of my. I was like, about to say. For <laughs> I was about to say. say. I, love I used it. to want to be. I used to want to be like when I was trying to think about college and stuff. Uh, engineer was like my was originally my first choice until I decided on accounting but so i still love math though <laughs> yes history on, and literature were my were my shits which honestly is ironic that i love literature when i sound the way i sound but you know. <laughs> can you imagine this nigga reading like, you know what you know what? not too much on me not too much Read. on me okay can you imagine him reading to some kids <laughs> we made the joke let's move on David. <laughs> listen it's all niggas it's a kid out there that needs Jeremy as their representation. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yeah, now I'll, yeah. Now I'll be terrible as a teacher because I'll be a whole <laughs> nigga. I'll be like, look here, y'all. Look here. Some of those teachers was the best teachers because they could they they treat kids like regular people, like real life. So I, yeah. I always pre- I always appreciated my teachers that taught, but just like didn't treat me just like I was a next check mark on or statistic on the chart. <laughs> yes. More black teachers, more black male teachers that are about some shit. So Imani decides she wants to do like a little girls weekend getaway to Palm Springs. And the other ladies are going to be getting on like a a party runner. I don't call it a party bus, like a party runner. And Imani is going to meet them there because she says she's not like in a party bus type of mood, which understandable, sis. Yeah, there. makes sense. Um, they get on the party bus and they take a Eddie. First of all, y'all hoes too old to be calling an edible an Eddie. <laughs> right. <laughs> but y'all they take whole... an edible, they get to drinking, and Lord Jesus, who get horny first? Shanique. Shanique. Shanique that took an edible. Now she wanna eat some pussy. Yeah, she wanna put put a finger on somebody's booty. Maybe even her own. Okay, I, I I would like to see it. And she was like, "That's a go- like, that's a beautiful ass like, Oh woman. my god, girl! She was like, "Oh my god, I'm horny now." <laughs> Listen, she sounded like a sex it sounded like, like Janet radio. Jackson. <laughs> I, lonely. <laughs> I was like, uh, "Okay, Jackson. sis." 
And they was on that motherfucker high as fuck. They was dozing off. Yeah. They was nodding. Candace. Hmm. They called called Shaniqua Joe. Mm Mm-mm. She was ready. I do. And I I do think she is pretty. I would too. Just not with her husband because he's like five. Just not with her husband. No. He's five five and he's and he's ugly. I don't want to see her having sex with no Oompa Loompa. I could tell you yeah. that. We don't need to see her having sex with the village troll. We don't We don't need that. We definitely don't. I don't want mm-hmm. to see no bestiality, her with no warthog. I'll pass. So. <laughs> you know what. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, get to, they get to Palm Springs, get to the house, and Imani asked the girls to plan an activity each girl to plan an activity that they could do while they're there. And Imani's activity was to invite a shaman to help her cleanse her energy, um, remove the angst and the stress and the strain that she's feeling. These shows on Bravo love some spirituality, don't they? Yeah, but he was dressed like Gone's father from Hunter Hunter. Yes. <laughs> he was dressed from like what? It's an anime called Hunter Hunter. Yo, oh, hey, I don't he know show, about anime, yo, but that's he sure dress, Hey, that nigga show was dressed like Jean Grey. <laughs> he was dressed like Jean. <laughs> I was like, what the rest of the X men? What's up? <laughs> yeah, where's Hisoka? Give me everything. Um, but it went a lot better than it did when the they had that, that lady, that rude ass lady spritzing yeah, water. Yeah. And they flashback. I forgot how rude that lady was today. They did them flashbacks. I was like, I don't know how none of y'all didn't punch that lady because she was so damn rude. Very rude. I would have called on. She, yeah, one of y'all should have called on the spirits to slap her because she was too rude. My bad. She Go was ahead, a trip. Yeah. No, I was just saying, but that was a good activity for Imani considering everything she's going through. And then the ladies decided to have a little pajama jammy jam and Kendra girl. Mm. I'm, mm. I'll be I want you to just love yourself at any wherever you at like of course you can work on your weight and get to the size that you want to be but baby why was you in there dressed like big mama <laughs> not like big mama uh oh why was oh, you hold in on, there hold on hold on that, I forgot to mention this put real quick Jasmine Jasmine you and this literally counting every single calorie and every single thing you consume is very weird. Very weird. Like you counted calories when y'all was on the trip there on the bus and everybody was like, girl, it's a little sip of alcohol. It ain't going to do that much. Then you was counting calories when y'all had that bomb ass chef making y'all that bomb ass food that my fat ass wanted to try because that shit looked good. Like, Jasmine, we get it. You are incredibly fit. You take this shit very seriously. You have a hell of a workout regimen. We get that. But damn, a piece of chicken is not going to kill you. <laughs> you are exactly. you are not going to go. You are not going to go from. Especially Coco Van, because it's not like it's fried chicken. Right. It's just chicken with a wine reduction. Right. Yeah, you know, everybody deserves a little piece of chicken, though. Right. Especially when it's roasted. It ain't the end of the world. Right? right? That's why I look like Kendra going to fire you from being her trainer in the next episode, because you fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn. Anyway, go ahead, Candace. Um, 
what stuck out to me was the the conversation the next morning and Imani basically saying Phil told her he was never in love with her. He just grew to finally love her. Mm. Mm. I know. Let me say, let me be realistic. Marriage is not all about love. Mm-mm. You can be in love Marriage with somebody been and about not love marry Love has only been recently like a thing. And like- only recently has it been a thing. A lot of times <laughs> the way our great-grandparents, our grandparents, even great-great-grandparents, hell, even some of our parents, the way they were brought up was that you you marry for comfort. You marry Like you could grow man. to love them, but it's yeah. like you get married and do the business part and then hopefully we can like respect and love each other later. <laughs> because, you know, men and women... The original concept of marriage was a business contract. It was yep. a business contract. And so that's not the part that really bothered me. I think what bothered me is that for Imani to be... A psychiatrist, um, she practices. She practiced so many unhealthy habits in her marriage, and Jasmine called her out on it. She was like, "You're a psychiatrist, yet you stayed in a loveless marriage where you wanted more and acted like it was picture perfect." And normally Jasmine gets on my nerves, but that was one of the questions I too have for Imani. Knowing what healthy habits look like, knowing what healthy intimacy and healthy relationships should look like, why did you stay put so long? When the dynamic of the, when you decided you wanted more out of the marriage than what you first signed up for, you should have got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, this was little, proof that therapists be needing therapy too. Yeah, I was just <laughs> yeah. about to say. Yeah, I was just about to say. Um, like it's one of those cases where someone can help someone else or help other people all day, every day, no problem at all. But when it's time to put that mirror to themselves, they can't take their own advice. Yeah, and especially in and in Mine's case, because again, she. she Hell, girl, do do you do you did you forget what you do for a living? <laughs> did you forget did you forget your own material? But it's sad, but then you it again it's great that she has the support system um of women to help her through it. But I and also on the other side of the field, like what mm. Mm. I just can't imagine putting up a front for that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that you did not marry her for, you know, the quote unquote right reasons, but you put up this front for so long. I don't, I don't get how you could live basically a lie like that for so long. Yeah. I just, I've been miserable before. And when you're in the thick of misery, you don't, you can't always grasp that that's where you are. But then after getting out of that and finding joy in other things, I can't ever imagine just being somewhere and just shouldering somebody's bullshit constantly, constantly, constantly for the sake of saving face. Like I listen, if I'm not happy, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge so I can have me a whole phase. I'm not about to stay married to somebody that there's no intimacy, no passion, they don't even want to come visit me and and our child. 
Yeah. They don't yeah, want what... me to, they don't want us to come visit. They don't need, he don't even want me to come visit him. Like that was so strange. She was like, do you want to see me? And he was like, mm, not really. Like, and that's your spouse, your partner, the one that you, you married, you know, the one that you took vows with. Like, that's crazy to me. Then when I, I think it was it Kendra, it was either Kendra or Shanique that asked when the last time they had been intimate. And I think it might've said five years. Um, Five years, and I think she said like that? the intimacy had had been non-existent for five years. So they probably were having sex, but not good sex. Ah, they okay, was probably okay, having that let's just bust a nut and get it over with type sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some one that night is... stand fucking duck sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. The shit that rappers be rapping about, but they don't really live themselves. Hey, can I be honest with y'all? I saw this video. And the video was like how you uh when you fucking your girl and she got a bald head <laughs> and he slapped the back of her head and, and the, it was like a it was like a I wig head and he smacked the I back of it her. and turned yeah. I'm gonna have to find yeah. it. This in the group chat. I'm gonna send it to you. But that's what I envisioned with Imani. Like, pop, come on, bring that head back here. Like, what's up? <laughs> He's smacking like looking into a scalps. Damn. <laughs> like looking into a crystal ball. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like a magic eight ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I, when, when it's good in the eyes roll back. back. To the magic eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, what is with Britain and this unhealthy attachment to her son? It's kind of weird. It's like she toxic. made the statement that if she got to choose between her son sleeping in the bed with her or her husband, she choosing her son. Hold up, hold up. Say that again. She said if she has to choose between her son sleeping in the bed with her or her husband, she's going to choose her son. Because mm. yeah. uh, wasn't it Shanique that asked, asked like, like, where do you get your nourishment from? And she was like, my my son, my kids. And everybody at the table look, was looking that, like, girl. She what? said her son has unconditional love for her and all this other shit. Yeah, that's cool and everything. But what, what headspace are you in that you even think the love of your son is comparable to the love of your husband? They shouldn't even exist in the same plane because they're just so totally and completely different. Right. Right. And also, kids sleep wild in the motherfucker. Why you want that little big ass boy sleeping in the bed with you? Feet, hands, and feet every goddamn where? Like sleeping with a damn tornado. Put that little light skinned nigga in his own race car bed and call it a day. And yeah, get you I, some dick. Yeah, Britain had is practicing some very. <laughs> get you some dick. That should be that's my motto. But twenty twenty is hating on me though. <laughs> You're doing amazing, D. But <laughs> Britain is, is practicing some very toxic um, practices. I just couldn't think of a better word. And if she don't get it together, it's going. It she might fuck around and end up liking the money. Mm-hmm. If she don't get it together, because like I get it, love your kids, but like the intimacy with your partner, like the fuck. <laughs> And also, again, kids sleep wild here. Like I, we all were kids. We knew we sleep wild like a motherfucker. We weren't standing in our parents' goddamn room. I 
I still so, sleep wild. I don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no space in here for London. She got to. She got to be in her own. <laughs> I, we can't both be slapping Mike in the face. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike just getting combos like he playing tick. <laughs> in fairness, though, she London shouldn't want to sleep in here because she be in the middle and he'd drop his elbow right on her forehead. <laughs> she'd jump up like, "Daddy!" Like, <laughs> hey, this is why you should sleep in your own room. I'm going <laughs> to get them cheering out your bed so you can have good sex. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, like, good I don't know. Good sex is how you being... got the children. Yeah. You got and I nurture. Know. I don't have a kid, but I would think that the better the parents' relationship is, the better the parents they could be. So get that kid yeah. out the room. <laughs> you, hit that, you hit it on the head. Get that baby out that goddamn bed with you. <laughs> and he ain't even no baby. He like six or seven. He a little big motherfucker. Oh, oh, that's a whole person. He definitely got to get out the bed. That's a whole adult. <laughs> get your ass out that bed, little big nigga. Like, you got to go. I don't understand, but... And the girls was telling her, like, you really have got to stop that. You have really got to bring the intimacy back to your relationship, to your marriage. Um, To me, why do you... Why do you want to be with somebody you ain't being intimate with? I don't need no motherfucking roommates. Yeah. I Ooh, need my in- I need my That's house a nerve. That's one of the reasons why I mean I've been single all this time, but that I broke up with my ex back in the day. Cause at toward the end of the relationship, I was like, nigga, we glorify roommates. This is not what I signed up for. Like, why are you here? <laughs> like, if we not gonna have no intimacy, I can move into my own spot. Let me move right? into my bachelor pad. I signed up for in-house dick. That's why we got married. <laughs> so if I Agreed. turn over and bloop, I want some dick. Thank you. Like the drive-through right there. Get in Come and get on, out. Come on, drive-through. Come on, drive-through dick. <laughs> dick through. Like the D- dick through right title. there. <laughs> that's a dick through. The dick through is right there. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you get the two-for-one combo. That's not, listen, a four for four. <laughs> a three for no. three, if you know what I mean. But whatever. Five dollar foot long indeed, I tell you what. Shanique freaky as hell then bought uh, Imani that big ass suction cup dildo. That motherfucker Ooh. was just wobbling all over the goddamn show. Yeah, and her and her green screen confessionals, Imani had put her goddamn ball, her coat on her this shit. Ugh. That was hilarious. Again, I would like to see it, Shanique, just not with your husband. Yeah, this definitely please no. Please no. Um, Jasmine, you so tacky. I just Yeah. Yeah. Re gifting a a candle. And y'all were told that y'all would be swapping gifts with each other on this little girl's weekend. It just showed me that you really didn't give a fuck about the situation or the scenario. Yeah. Did somebody else do that on Housewives? They uh, re-gifted something? I can't fucking remember. I, it was on Atlanta. I know that for sure. But I can't remember who is I was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that doll. Yes. Yes. That Kenya had gave, gave back to Portia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. If you yeah. if you forgot to get a gift, why you ain't just get that lady some cash? 
That's what you gotta do. Everybody cash, like a gift card, something. A gift card, Visa card, Amazon listen, card. What? Some uh, listen, niggas love gift cards. Hit me, I'm niggas. If <laughs> like <laughs> every, me. everybody love a gift card, like Jasmine, that was tacky. You could have did better than that. You could have did much better than that. And you tell like there was like legit no effort in that like that's a, again jasmine is weird one minute you think she's doing she okay and she's doing good and she a decent person then she just do some weird shit to have you going like girl what is wrong with you yeah i was You're too wishy-washy Mm-mm. yeah that i was just like that's weird but at the same time leah gave her a shitty gift too so they was like two shitty gift givers made in heaven yeah that's uh, the only also, reason I- yeah also they still have this weird beef you know and shit so it made sense to just it's, it's y'all grow up get over it please please because um, if we have to go through a whole season of youtube beefing over some stupid shit i will write a sternly worded letter to bravo <laughs> Get your white woman on. <laughs> I, I I will get my Karen on because I didn't sign up for that shit. Right. At all. Like, bitch, what? No. Uh, no. That, that stripper was crumping. Yeah. Like Tommy the Clown. <laughs> he was crumping like Chris Brown and stomped the <laughs> before he got shot. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah. What is this bullshit? This is a mess. That that was a trap. That mother that motherfucker thought this was goddamn step up. <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> step up to the streets. <laughs> step up to the d- <laughs> Step up to the strip club. It was a mess, and I yeah, was like, that, I I don't like this. Amani didn't even seem please. She was just like, "What is this? Why? Why? What is this? Why is he doing Chris Brown choreography? And he's supposed to be stripping? What is this?" It was a lot. It was a lot. I didn't like it. Um, like next week they're supposed to get super catty, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, it looked like yeah. Imani and Shanique gonna have some words. Kendra and Jasmine gonna exchange some words. It's gonna be a good episode, and I'm excited. Yes. Well, this one was kind of not. It was good, but it was not. You know, it was like, a transition episode. Yeah, like it was yeah, an episode to prepare episodes. to transition into the mess and the bullshit and the mayhem. And I was yeah. here for it. Yeah. Um, but what I'm also here for Speaking is love and marriage. Love and marriage, Huntsville. I'm sad we slept on the first season, but it will not happen again because when I tell you I press play on that update for Martell and Melody, this took me back to the golden days of love and hip hop. It was, first of all, Melody and Martell. First of all, nigga named Martell. That you is a name, ain't it? Listen, that should remind me of that uh that Webby. Y'all got some names on y'all, boy. <laughs> <laughs> got some names on this motherfucker. Charlotte McGay, Charlie <laughs> May, <laughs> DJ Yee. Um you got caught cheating in the first season. 
had a relationship with the woman for two years. <sighs> he and he keeps lying about it because he told Melody he had been talking to her for a year, and she was like, "Just tell the fucking truth." He was like, "Okay, we was talking for two years." Yeah. He carried on a whole nother relationship be- behind his wife back for two years, and he's gaslighting her. Yeah. He just his his whole demeanor is like, okay, I cheated on you. Damn, can we move on and be happy? And no, nigga, we cannot. <laughs> no, you look at she didn't stab you. Niggas always cheat and just want to move on. They just want to let you know, like, all right, next. That's not how it works. I definitely would have wanted to stab him because he told her, listen to me, y'all. If y'all haven't watched this, you're gonna want to watch this. He told his wife. You was wrong for telling anybody that I cheated on you. You should have kept that in the house. I don't care if I fucked a thousand women. Nobody should have known what was going on between us. Boy, I'll kill you. (laughs) I will strangle you, bitch ass nigga. She told him you should have kept your dick in our household and we wouldn't be in this situation. You had an affair, a two-year-long affair. You had a girlfriend, nigga. You had a girlfriend while you admit you and your wife were still fucking and sucking. Y'all yeah. was getting along. You can't even explain to her why you cheated. What brought you to cheat? Yeah. Other than can't you just a selfish, the he went too evil. You just a selfish motherfucker. Yeah. Um, the fact that this nigga went to the therapist, the therapist told him, like, just like Candace said, like, so you and your wife was in a good place, so what was it about this woman that made you cheat? And this nigga had the audacity to call the woman he had a whole two-year relationship with on the side of his wife a peasant. It's always the... Boy. Boy. He called... Like, this is your fly. Boy. And you know his... You know what the psychologist asked him? If she a peasant, what is your wife? Because why would you step out on your wife for a peasant unless your wife a peasant too? Mm. And he couldn't have a comeback he for couldn't, it. He didn't have no con- no comeback. But his mama need her face slapped. Yeah, because she was it, coddling she him like She is the quintessential single mama who, treat, who think her son is her king. Yeah. She definitely about just because you cheated, that don't make you a bad person, a bad husband, a bad father. It definitely make you a bad husband, bitch ass nigga. I could tell you that I don't give a fuck yes. what your mama talking about. Yeah. Fuck, you definitely a horrible fucking husband. You a horrible per- you a horrible person for sure. Cause not only did you cheat, you also gaslighting your wife. Like you definitely a terrible person. Fuck that bullshit your mama talking about. She definitely one of them mamas that would be like uh, on a date with uh, be on Instagram with with the caption, I'm on a date with my boyfriend and it'll be her son. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. That's the, type of, that's the type of... And they be spelling it S-O-N, shine. Mm-hmm. Oh, they love it. They love that. Yeah. She's definitely a Facebook mama. They have been trying to work it out, Melody and Martell, until his former mistress called, and she was like, nah, fuck you, bitch-ass nigga. But what appalled me was she pregnant. Not the mistress. His wife is pregnant. So this is the thing, ladies. Okay, we got to do a better job of knowing when to walk the fuck away 
and hold our head high because these niggas will never do it for us at their expense. You know what I'm saying? You talking about divorce, you talking about separation, but y'all still fucking and sucking unprotected to the point where you pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like I don't get the, that. He dropped the divorce talk after, you know, when he went into that surgery. Yeah, when he had surgery on his Achilles. And the yeah. thing is, it just takes time to rebuild trust. I thought she overreacted to the to the mistress calling. Um just because at this point, y'all are on TV, y'all are filming. If that man still, if he's still messing around with that lady, she gonna make sure it's known so she can get a check too. I was about, that's how you do it. So I don't think he was still messing with her. Now, what I will say is, nigga, who you think you fooling talking about you was talking to a woman about building her a house in a strip club? Nigga, play with somebody else. Don't play with me. Nigga said we was talking business. Was you? What 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 business? I was like, that's weird. By business, um, do you mean by business? Do you mean biz between her knees? Is that what you mean, <laughs> nigga? Yeah. Nigga said we was just talking business in the strip club. You don't know this bitch, right? You just and also what a business in a strip club, nigga. This ain't Jocelyn's cabaret. <laughs> it's Did not at all. Do you in there for some ass and titties? Facts. Yeah. The thing I liked about this is like Candace, like Candace said, we caught it late, but this they, it basically gave us the update of where are they now and also how did they get here. And more shows need to do that, to be honest. Yeah. Like, give us an episode, flashback to the shit that happened before, give us a summary, give and give us an update of where are they now. More, more shows, y- y'all need to do that. Because very, it's very comprehensive and helpful. But imagine cheating on your wife for two years, getting caught talking air quotes business in a strip club, and then having the audacity to make a post saying... Melody should have treated you like a king and you wouldn't have cheated. That was the straw that broke the camel's back for her and she ended up filing for divorce in that same season. Mm-hmm. She was like, fuck it, I'm gone. Good for her because fuck you. You Listen. are a bitch ass nigga, Martell. But <laughs> Melody, what the fuck ass. be going on with your hair? Uh-oh. Uh, I, I, see, I wasn't going to talk about that, but... <laughs> I, mm. Baby, is it them gives, tracks glued in? You know what it gives me? It gives me it gives me pepper vibes. Ooh. Her hair gives me pepper vibes. Because it, it's it's not good. It's not good. At all. I don't know what she be doing, but it's not working for her. Melody, I hope in the divorce proceedings, I don't I don't know y'all financials like that. If you get something, I hope you use it and invest in a uh, better hair care. Cause uh that it's, shit a it's, mess. It's not it's not a good situation, beloved. At all. It definitely Kimmy, get oh, go ahead, my bad. No, it's going to say it and be a piece of shit. It definitely gives me divorce court vibes. <laughs> it abs- it gives it gives me paternity court audience member vibes. That's what it gives me, Melody. And I want better for you. It definitely gives me Maury vibes. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. Maurice and Kimmy are the newlyweds of the show. 
again, Kimmy, what's, 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 why is Bob so tired and stupid looking and wide? Get that Bob, get that Bob back to whoever you got it from, bitch. Yeah, if you got that, I don't know where you purchased that from. That shit, I know you use Pump It Up Gold. <laughs> Maybe she got it from Cash App. Um, so kind of a few things about Kimmy rubbed me the wrong way when it comes to Maurice, Maurice and how he parents. And when they were showing a clip where like he was telling his ex-wife that you know, he found two summer camps for his son. And Kimmy like, but when I told you to do it, blah, blah, blah. First off, no offense. I know y'all married, but even in marriage, there's boundaries when it comes from kids from previous relationships. He don't have to have these discussions with you about his son necessarily going to summer camp. And you you can't press him about it as either. Like, I was just kind of like, that is a conversation you have to have with the other parent. Mm. And it matters. So it was like, well, she like, well, you, you, you answered real quick and said he was going to summer camp. Who the fuck wants to be sitting up arguing with their ex-wife? Right. <laughs> I just was like, okay, yeah, that's that's a little bit on the weird side. And the other part is, what dynamic have you created, Kimmy, where Maurice feels comfortable putting the brunt of his parenting work on your shoulder? I mean, I get it when you have kids in a previous from a previous relationship, they kids yo, is y'all love each other's kids. However, however, you're not about to um you're not about to have me doing all the heavy lifting for your motherfucking son and my son is grown, gone, and in fucking college. That's what we're not about to do. Yeah. And the fact that she even, they had to go to therapy for him to understand that he needs to do the heavy lifting with his own son. Why do y'all great, why do y'all date and want to marry grown fucking toddlers? Yeah. Like, he a grown toddler, essentially... Um, uh, having you to be the babysitter of his of his uh, son. Um, but in that therapy session, Kimmy, so Kimmy says that she's older than Maurice, which explains why she has a son that's a sophomore in college. But you can't resent him for having a younger child and feeling like you you can't live life now. That's you. That's what you signed up for. That's why if you don't want to be, if you have older kids, I understand why people who kids be grown and gone. If they single, they will not date people who still have younger children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even have kids, but that's one of the reasons why I don't date people with smaller kids. Cause if they've been a good parent, they don't have time for me and I don't, and I'm not interested in that. So I just, I date bingo. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Yeah. It's just, you like you've already you been through that with a younger a younger kid here. Your child grown as hell, pro- damn near getting ready to start their own damn family, and now his son is a baby, and it's like I don't I don't want to do that no more. I I've already been there, done that. Exactly. Um, Maurice's ex wife doesn't like Kimmy <laughs> because she believes that Kimmy and Maurice got together while they were still married. Mm. You let me say this. Mm. Listen to me. 
you got a whole husband, bitch. Why does it matter what happened seven, eight, nine years ago? You are a married woman. You a newly married imagine, woman. You, you remarried. Imagine sitting on fucking national TV mad at your ex-husband's current wife while you married because you thought she was fucking him when you were still married to him. The ship sailed, girl. As did the dick. Yeah. And now you got a new dick. Like that ship has You got gone. a new in-house dick. What you mad about? <laughs> I mean, I guess the principle of it, but if you felt that strongly about it, you should have beat her ass at the time. And Kimmy's issue with Kai is that she she feels comfortable saying disrespectful shit about her to Maurice. That's your issue to take up with Maurice. I was, yeah, that's a Maurice problem. I was just like, Ugh. That's him showing you that you... <laughs> Forgive me for saying this. No, don't forgive me because this all show we can say well. That's him showing you that he got some bitch ass nigga inside of him. Cause uh <laughs> he because nobody should ever feel comfortable coming to you and being openly disrespectful to to them about about their significant other. Period. And called her like a skank and a trick and some other shit. Right. I don't give a fuck how just I don't give a fuck how she feels she's justified and not liking Kimmy. The fact that Maurice is allowing that, like he's not even saying, being like, okay, this is what we're not going to do. You can not like her all you want, but you can't disrespect her to me in my face because that is still my wife. The fact that Maurice ain't even saying that, that just shows you that uh, Kimmy, he he got some bitch-ass nigga inside of him. Yeah, he does. And if you want to put up with that, then that's cool, but... uh. And I do feel like her biggest gripe, Kimmy biggest gripe, was like when they bump heads because this nigga called his ex-wife and said, All right, do, y'all, do you and your husband want to move to Huntsville? If so, I got a house y'all can stay in rent-free. And then told his wife about it later. Imagine, imagine telling somebody that be disrespecting your wife. I can, I got a house for y'all. And that you gonna pay bills in, and she yeah. like, so wait, so Kimmy like, so you want us to finance? They move here, give them a home to stay in, bill free, all because she refuses to keep her word, which was when y'all son entered his teenage years. He would start living with you because it was agreed that he needs his father more. Just take the bitch to court. Yeah. That's why they have court. But look, that's what it's there for. Uh, hey, you they have court TV shows. Hey, I'm a loving person. You get another bag. But my ex and his current wife could not come live in no house I own for rent fucking free. You're going to have to pay the piper. Yeah. You're going to have to give me some coins. Something. You're going to have to give me all the coins. Listen, because that's a mess. Um, because, I, you that, know, not, not you know, th- I'm not going to turn down coin. I'm not going to turn down coin. So I will do it. Y'all just going to have to pay me <laughs> everything. Yeah. I know. Um, but they finally had a sit down. 
the ex-wife Kimmy and Maurice and kind of ironed out some things. And apparently there was a person in the middle who was throwing salt in everybody's game and was painting a picture that wasn't entirely true. Um, Kimmy said that she and Maurice did not start dating until he was fully divorced. There was no intimacy. There was no nothing. Don't know how true it is, but there seems not to be any receipts uh, to state otherwise. So, I mean, there you have it, I guess. Mm. That's it. Good luck, everybody. That's it. In season two, we'll see the pregnancy journey for Melody and Martell. There's another couple that didn't get like a happily ever after, and that's because after reading up, they shit was pretty boring. Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to this season two. It seems like it's going to be messy. Uh, I'm going back little by little and watching all of season one. But yeah, uh, y'all did that. Because to get caught cheating in the first season, that is chef's kiss. That's the type of negativity I signed up for. Correct. It is. Um, Before we get out of here... Uh, one more time, D, you want to tell people where they can go, um, to donate or register for the Marion House 5K? Sure. If you guys are following me on Twitter or Instagram, my, um, name is Brains and Buns on there, the letter N. Um, and I have all the links in my bio. If you're on Facebook, there's a public, I made a public, um, page for Team Pam Dukes where I post, updates and things there and the links and stuff there or any updates from the race or whatever um and of course if you want to just generally google marion house is in baltimore you'll see um you know they're on their front page if you'll just see like events and see their 5k so if you're looking for the um the race information it'll be there and if you donate just make sure you specific if you don't click directly from our link make sure you specifically search ting pam dukes and help us get l um reach child fundraising goal um and uh yeah but that's pretty much it the race is september the 26th so we have um plenty of time if anybody other than donating if you want to um kind of do like i think because i haven't run in a long time myself i'm gonna restart the couch to 5k so if i do that about now like this week that'll give me time to like build back up to my 5k status in september so and if you have any questions feel free to hit me up that's it cool well niggas we finna get out of here We will see y'all back next week where we will be back with more love and marriage. Huntsville, Black Ink Chicago is back in the lineup. Uh, And more Married to Medicine LA. So it should be good and messy. Peace. Wear y'all damn masks. (laughs) Yes.